Oh, thank you all for tuning in to the 462nd episode of Barbershop Sports Talk with me, Daryl D. Lane, as always, wherever you are, however you be listening, I thank you for making me and this show part of your day, whether it be via Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio, SoundCloud, Pandora, whichever podcast, the Apple platform you may be listening to me via, being recorded from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, per the new usual, going to have a great podcast for you guys, going to have Mr. Zach on the basketball OG himself to talk about the sad passing of an NBA great, in my opinion, one of the four greatest basketball players and one of the few basketball players who's actually in the GOAT argument won Bill Russell. So we'll talk about the life and times of Bill Russell. I know Mr. Zach is going to have a lot of stuff to talk about there. And if we have some time, we'll get into some more NBA scouting reports. But before we get to all that, I'm going to give my shameless plug as always. First time listener, thank you. But subscribe and follow right now. Also, share this podcast with your friends and family, whether it be via Reddit threads, Facebook groups, etc., etc. Check on the description below, specifically if you Spotify, I have everything timestamped. You can click on the timestamp and we'll send you to whichever part of the podcast you would most like to listen to. Folks, it is for your convenience. Follow me on Twitter at nitrain underscore lane. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just type in Daryl Lane and you will find that I post two to five minute clips of this podcast right here, as well as my syndicate show, Outside the Shop, which, by the way, on Outside the Shop, I'm going to be debuting my top 40 quarterbacks in the NFL. We're going to go two quarterbacks day by day, so it'll be about a month-long process. So stay tuned for that on the YouTube channel. Again, just type in Daryl Lane and you will find it. And lastly, if you have Apple or iTunes, give me a five stars and a great review. For some odd reason, right? If you don't like the pod, then don't say anything. Not a damn thing. Because you know what your mom told you? My mom taught me this. She said, Daryl, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. And cut up next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. And Mr. Zach on the show. Cut up next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right, folks, $1,000. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. I know. Great deal, right? You should take it right now. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with the same game parlay spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Great deal, again. Should take it, folks. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Oh, we're back with Barbershop Sports Talk, and we have 
the man, the myth, the legend, the basketball OG himself back once again. Mr. Zach, how you doing, man? I'm doing I'm doing okay, Daryl. Just absorbing this news I heard today. Yeah, and with on the passing of a legend. Yeah, and with that, uh, Bill Russell um, sadly passed away at 88 years of age Sunday morning. Apparently, his family said he passed away peacefully in his sleep. The first thing I want to ask you is this: What did Bill Russell mean to you growing up? Um, <coughs> actually, I. Understanding of, of what he what he meant. Um, my father was more involved in the in Bill Russell, um, in the winning tradition. He wasn't. I don't know if he was actually a fan of Boston, but he was more of a Russell fan. I was I, I was young, just getting into basketball, and I and and all I knew about was Will Chamberlain as a professional ball player. You know, and uh. He was a giant. He was a giant of a man. Scored a lot of points, and I looked up to Bill Russell. I mean, uh, Will Chamberlain. Bill Russell was one of his biggest rivals. Matter of fact, he was his rival. And uh, I learned so much about Russell over the years of all the great things that he accomplished. And uh, he's a quiet leader in some areas. He was a vocal leader in other areas. A giant of a man. A private type of a man, as far as I know. Um, he went through a lot of things in, in growing up and coming up, coming through the ranks because of all the, um, you know, the, the racial bias and the crap that the, the crap that the black um, players had to go through. Uh, this black society in general. And the, and the NBA was just a picture of the of the view of the rest of the world. And he stood his ground and got his respect. Those things I learned later in life. From the basketball side of view point of view, all I know is he. I, I started watching him at the end of his career in the beginning of my basketball life, and um. I caught the tail of his career, and like I said, I didn't realize the greatness of him. But I realized that, you know, his team over the years, all the dedications and major awards they received, Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer. So they were a powerhouse of sports, a dynasty. When did you start realizing? the impact Bill Russell had? At what age did it start becoming clearer for you to understand? Um, probably, probably, probably as a grown-up. I, I, didn't, I didn't catch it as a young man. I was, I was just involved in the sport of basketball. Uh, <clears throat> the politics of life, I listened to it, but, and, 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 I, and I actually experienced it, you know, as a young man growing up in the 60s. But nothing like they went through in the South. Um, he came out of Louisiana, and they, then Louisiana's 
Louisiana people migrate to California for some reason. And uh and that's where the legend began. As soon as Red Auerbach decided to get Bill Russell, the Celtics weren't really winning championships. As soon as Bill Russell comes there, right, they have Kuzi and all those guys, and then they go on this run, they get Havlicek in there, and then next thing you know, they win like 11 championships and it kickstarts. But, but, but people don't realize um, the, Celtics tra- the Celtics traded, oh, this is a little news here, the Celtics traded for for the right to get Russell, and and they traded and they traded uh, two All Stars. I think one was Ed McCauley, and one was Cliff Hagen. I think they both end up being uh, NBA All Stars and, and, and by right, you know, in their careers. And um, that's those are two players that Boston gave up to um, get the rights to Bill Russell. Red Ibeck pulled a few strings to make Russell a, a Celtic. He wanted a shot blocker and an anchor for his defense. Uh, I don't think he really understood the. the I well, you know, he's he, he's watched plenty of practices and workouts. I think he was more. I think he was more impressed with his natural athletic ability than his basketball skills, because he wasn't aggressive as an offensive player as he could have been. Uh, he was a protector and and, a, and, a, and and he was a protector and a leader. Uh, offense offense was uh, secondary to him. They didn't run plays in his area. He cleaned up a lot of boards and got a lot of tip ins. He had a he had an average hook shot, average free throw shooter. He was just a more of a raw athlete. And one of the greatest defensive players to ever play the game. One of the greatest <laughs> rebounders. <laughs> and, and two things that, and a recipe for a good defensive player, a good a good athletic ability, and a, and, a, and, a, and a nasty attitude. Good lateral movement, good leaping ability, good timing on block shots, good anticipation on block shots, and good rebounding. Those are Those are big man qualities that you look for. And, be, and, be, and becoming a defensive specialist, he had the recipe for that. He had the length, he had the wire, wiry length, he had the vertical jump, and he had the lateral movement. He had the, he had the perfect timing, and he had anticipation for blocking shots. What do you? And he, played, and he played with a little pissed offness because of all the crap he had to go through to it on a daily basis with the sleeping in another hotel and all that crap. And he had a rough time in Boston. I, I know he's looked up he's looked upon fondly in Boston now, uh, as the world has changed and it has evolved. But back when he played in the sixties, I mean, people would pee in his bed, people would like terrorize his house, uh People wouldn't even go to Celtics games, which was crazy. Uh, I think he, Bill Russell said that Boston was more of a hockey town back then. And I guess they sent out a survey to say how they could get more people to come. And like 70% of the surveys came back and said the team is too black. That's why people didn't want to come. Uh, so we had a rough go of it for Boston. And there was nobody ever at the games. And then I also want to say this. Uh, 
when Havlicek and uh, uh, Cowens, is it is Dave Cowens? Yes. When they came in, then the fans started coming back. And they started well, captivating. Well, well, well I, I think that's under. I, 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 I would. I would. They came. They came. But they came with. They came with bad feelings. They came, but they wanted to be a part of a winner. But they they couldn't face the truth that they couldn't win nothing without Bill. They couldn't win nothing without. Casey Jones, Sam Jones, Seth Sanders. That was the core of, of, of one of the cores of their team. They had a six man of the year in Havlicek. I mean, they, 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 I, I guess over the course of time, they had at least 10 to 11 Hall of Famers played with Russell. I mean, that was a, that was a, um, that was definitely an advantage for him. Uh, well-skilled players who also played disciplined basketball. And they had a coach that they had an answer to. He would chew you out. Red Auerbach. He'd do anything to win. You can take a chance on a black man from California when that wasn't something that was going on at the time. Do you think, what do you think of the Bill Russell experience in Boston as I kind of highlighted and how he was really underappreciated for how great he was? Even the Bird thing, right? Like, as deified as Larry Bird was in Boston, Bill Russell should have got that same deification for how great he was. And not to take anything away from Larry Bird, he should have been deified because he's one of the greatest players ever. But Bill Russell, being a Pantheon player as well, should have been deified just like how Larry Bird was. Well, you coming? You coming from two? You coming from two different perspectives here. Um, the league, the league needed Larry Bird. Um, the league was searching for a white guy that could make things happen. The league was basically um, in, 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 in financial difficulties. The TV contract was was shaky. Attendance was shaky. Um, it, it was, um, the, the, the league, the league was turning, uh, the league was turning into, um, a joke as far as management attendance and, uh, players, drug abuse, things like that. I think they, they it was more, uh, anything goes, but over the years that, that they, 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 they calmed that down and it became a more respectable league. And one thing you need to do is to draw people is have a good TV contract. And uh, the games weren't on tape delay. Magic Johnson and Larry Bird brought, brought the NBA kind of back to life. Dr. J really rescued it. And Magic, Magic and Bird finished it off. And then came Jordan. And the game became global. Bill Russell, he's really intertwined with Will Chamberlain. When we think of Bill Russell, we think of Will Chamberlain. The first two great centers in NBA history. What do you think of their battles? Um, histor- historical battles. Um, um, not down drag out battles. Um, truly competitive 
battles, almost a love-hate relationship. They were friends off the court, but they they tear they they tried to tear each other's head off on the court. And um, more times than more times than not, Russell got the best of them. Uh, Chamberlain played in the Eastern Conference as well as uh, Boston. Uh, the Lakers and the Celtics met in the finals so many times. Um, but Jerry West was the leader of the Lakers at the time, and they, they never could get over a hump. Um, they were, the, the Celtics were a dynasty, true meaning of dynasty. I mean, as you go over the lineup, as you go over the way they played ball, how they started fast break with defense, they were, it, was, it, was, it was different. It was different. Then they had a great ball game with Kuzi, even though in this in this era they wouldn't look at him like that. Um, they look at him like a one-armed bandit because basically he only dribbled with his right hand. But people get the Nick picking the games, and in that, in that era, he, in that era, he was the best in the business. What do you say to people who say that Bill Russell wouldn't be able to play in today's NBA? Well. Today's NBA is a lot of running and a lot of up and down, and uh, those those people don't res- don't 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 respect his greatness, his athletic, his agility, his athletic ability, his timing. Oh man, he had great hands. I, I, he, he, and and he was capable of learning other things, but basketball limited a big man's ability back in those days. They didn't allow big men to dribble the ball. They didn't allow big men to shoot outside shots. Yeah, he had all that happening to do all those things. They just didn't work on it. He's a track star. He was a high jumper. He was an athlete. Whoever said he couldn't play in this era, I mean, like I said, most of those guys are non-ballers. Try coming down the lane on try coming down the lane on on Russell. Try even getting a rebound. Try getting a rebound. Some games he had he got thirty rebounds in some games. Nobody can get a rebound. So, he can find some strength in his game in this era. Basketball is more than just shooting. With the pick and roll game right now, the way they throw lob the matter, Russell, he'd have been catching lobs way over the rim. <laughs> and his picks would have been, his, and his picks would have been set very well and very hard. You know how LeBron chased people and blocked their shots? Russell did that, and Russell was doing that 30 years ago. He played from the he played from the opening tip to the final whistle. He gave his all. He left it all on the court. And the civil rights his in the civil rights and the civil rights um accomplishments are also are still being recognized. He stood up for his people. Unapologetic about it. Who in the NBA right now reminds you of Bill Russell in terms of their game? Who reminds me of Bill Russell is in, in, in terms of their game? Uh, defense, defensively, uh, Gobert, defensively, uh, MB um, leadership leadership wise leadership wise 
close as I could go, and he's not even playing anymore. I'd say David Robinson um, was a good example of a hard-nosed ball player who didn't rely on offense, who was a champion, protected the rim, played hard as hell, and was a solid citizen off the court. Um, in, t- in today's NBA, that, that's, that I, I, I would have to uh, kind of think of think about that. Um, How about Dwight Howard? You had Ben Wallace um, in his in his era. Uh, no, Dwight 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 Howard is too inconsistent, too inconsistent in his and he's too off the wall. Um, he's not. He doesn't compete like Bill Russell. He cherry he he basically cherry he basically co- caught somebody's coattail for a championship. Not to bang not to bang down on Dwight Howard because in his young career he was a defensive specialist and a defensive of the year uh, player of the year award and he was competing in the finals uh, a couple times. Um, but the last player I could even put in, that, in his in, of that era that played with his intensity. You might have to help me here because I can't I can't figure out anybody who plays that hard these days who busts their ass up and down the court like like he did who, who plays that with that intensity these days. Russell Westbrook, but yeah, different uh, players. Different. I, I was looking. I was I was looking at I was looking at the position. Oh, okay, Begs. You're thinking Begs. Yeah, I, I was just looking at, at positions, you know, and. Um, Giannis plays hard. Giannis plays extremely hard. Yeah, but he does. He, he doesn't have a motor. He doesn't have a motor like Bill Russell. He can't protect the rim like Bill Russell. He has a. He has. He he has a. He has a 2020 game. Um, he, he has great hands, great finesse. But um, shit. I I, I don't I don't I don't know if he could do. I I think Bill Russell was too much for him. Those, he, those, those little layups he shoot, he'd have to dunk them because Russell's blocking everything. I, I think because in Russell, they started the goaltending room too. Russell, Ethan Chamberlain. So they were swatting every, they were swatting everything that came to the hoop. And uh, playing under those conditions, under those pressures, under those, under the, under the unfairness of the world, but Bill Russell was Bill Russell associated with big shots off the court. Martin Luther King and those type of guys who were in the uh, civil rights movement, um, who were not who were not afraid to step out and march down the street or get on TV and, and speak their mind about in, inequality and everything. And Russell Russell was not a yes man. If he felt a certain, certain type of way, he got he, he, he spoke on it or he organized things. And all the way to the end, he was participating with the young guys. Bill Russell Award. Uh, Kobe Bryant really liked Bill Russell. I mean, Dr. J tells Bill Russell stories all the time. Um, like, uh, he's called William Felton Russell. It's called Williamism. His little sayings about life and how he projects his life and how, how you should live your life and how you should set goals for yourself and how you should encourage people and how you should also live in reality. Uh, Dr. J made some great uh, um, great things he 
told him, he spoke about of Bill Russell. You know, it's a down home country boy. He meant business. So, and he was your friend. He was a loyal friend, from what I hear. I never actually seen him in person. I've never actually seen him play in person. Um, I don't know if I've ever even been in the same building at, at the same time with him. I've been around a lot of sports stars, um, but the year he. He's, he's been nominated to the Hall of Fame as a player and a coach, so he's a, he has two statues, I guess. Um, I did receive a shirt for 2021 when he was inducted to the Hall of Fame. I, I have a Bill Russell shirt, Hall of Fame. <laughs> so I'm going to take extra care of that now. Matter of fact, I might just wrap it up. Did your father ever tell you any Bill Russell stories? Uh, my father... When my father started getting older and his beard was greater, the, the kids on my street used to call him Bill Russell. He <laughs> <laughs> that boy down the street called me Bill Russell. I said, Dad, they all call you Bill Russell. <laughs> you think you're a coach, Dad, you got that great beard, you know. Yeah, my, my father and Bill Russell were born in the same year. They came from the same era. And, they, and, and my father um, spoke highly of Bill Russell and his accomplishments. And how he used to smack that ball out of how he used to smack that ball when he shot it. Uh, a lot of times he was blocking shots. He was taking his frustration out on the ball. And then he learned. My father said, "Why should I knock the ball out of bounds and the team gets it back?" So he learned. He mastered blocking shots, hitting it to hitting it to his teammates. So he was a master of defense. And my father. Um, was a fan of Russell, but he also was a peer of Russell. They, they were born in the same year. And uh, they both made it to their late 80s. Champions. Um, Bill Russell tried his hand at sports casting. He, he did a little coaching. Uh, he, he was involved in basketball for a long time. But for, for many years, he refused to return to Boston. He had animosity towards the way he would treat it down here. And I don't know the exact details of that, but some, I don't know. I, it took them a lot. They did a lot of begging to get him to come back to town to even be a part of any ceremonies or anything. He had a complicated relationship with them. Uh, because he was treated yeah. so badly. Yeah. He was jaded, scarred, hurt. Right. Which again is understandable. And again, from his perspective, I, I hate to bring back the Larry Bird thing, but when you accomplish what Bill Russell did during that time, 11 championships, and then you see a dude, we're not talking about nationally, in Boston, Larry Bird, who's held up like a godlike figure in that town. I'm sure Bill's like, I'm every bit as good as that dude, if not better. And y'all love him. So I'm sure he was like, you know, screw all y'all. I'll go be on my way. Y'all never came to see me any play anyway. Huh. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. But, you know, as he got, I guess as he got older, he got more comfortable in his skin as far as speaking out. A lot of stuff he held in and he just, and it turned into anger and bitterness. And, um, that's the way he came off to it. That's the way people assumed he was, but hey man. He treated with people with respect. He just wanted respect in return. 
because of the little conditions. I think he might have walked away from playing a little little sooner than he would than he normally would have. Yeah, you only play like 10, 11 years in the league. Uh, 13, I think. No, oh, 13? I think, I think he played 13 years. Uh, 19, uh, 56 to 69, yeah. 69, I just was getting into basketball. And the Buffalo Braves came here in 1970, so I never got to see him play. He left a year before. He left right before Kareem. He never got to play against Kareem either. That's one matchup I would have loved to see. Russell left before Kareem got there. For Bill Russell, uh, being the first black man to be a head coach uh, of a team, how important is that? Well, that was a great, that, that was a groundbreaking thing there. That 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 opened it, opened people's eyes to let them know that we can black, a black man can run an organization. A black man can have organizational skills. A black man can have leadership abilities. He can do more than just chase, um, base the ball. He can organize a practice. He can run drills. He can do things. And uh, it's about damn time. That's all I can say. I'm not going to bite my tongue about it. It's about damn time. And I and I take my hat off the red eye back for having the courage and the, and the cojones to even do that. You better believe he received backlash for even doing it. Phone calls in the middle of the night and all that other coward stuff that, that cowards do. Is Bill Russell the greatest winner in the history of American team sports? I mean, if you go by, I mean, if you go by, if you're just going by championships, it's not, I, it's not, I don't think, um, Actual playing, actual playing, he had 11. Uh, in college, he had two. So that's 13. I, don't know I think he won there. an Olympic title, too. <laughs> okay. So that's 13. That's 13 rings and a gold medal. I don't, I don't know nobody who uh, can, can touch that. Uh, Michael Jordan got six rings and, a, and two gold medals. Magic Johnson got five rings. Now, I know Jordan has six rings plus one in college. That's seven. Magic has five rings plus one in college. That's six. Kareem has six in the pros and three in college. That's nine. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know many who who who's, who has those accomplishments, Daryl. You know. I don't know many. Oh, what a picture. Magic Iverson. Magic Iverson, Tim Iceman, and and, 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 and Bill Russell didn't show the picture of him on TV. How, how, can, how would it feel to be a, now they have a picture of Ali, Kareem, and and, and, and Jim Brown? I mean, he rubbed, he rubbed elbows with the, best, with the best, and they all looked up to him. Where do you think his standing is in the pantheon of all-time centers? And obviously, the center position is probably the deepest position in the history of the game. Russell, yeah, uh, it, Will, Kareem. Excuse me? 
there's Russell, Wilt, Kareem, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, Hakeem, uh, David Robinson, Moses Malone, Patrick Ewan. Uh, the list goes on and on. In terms of that pantheon, that fraternity, where is he for you? Boy, in his in his in his era, he was the best. In his era, in his time that he played, he was the best. Overwilt? He was the best. As far now, we not we're not we're we're not talking about. He wasn't the high. He wasn't the best shooter, the best scorer, but he was the fastest runner and the highest jumper, and the most effort. Yes, he he. Will, Will, Will is a giant among men, a giant among ball players. If you if you, but if you break it down to the bare bones, Russell got more accomplished in a team sport. Individually, no one can compare to Will. And the team sport, Russell is the champion. Team sport. There's no I in team. It's always we. Us and our. It's not I and me and I and me. No, it's we, it's us, it's ours. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. There's no I and team. There's no I and team. Those are things that turn contenders and potential into champions. Or I mean, you can't take away my scoring titles or my rebounding titles or my block shot titles. You damn sure can't take away my rings. So, everybody everybody likes what they like. And history is written by the winners. <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and make a ton of comparisons because compar- comparisons, the game is played different. The game is played different. Uh... The game is set up different. The game is coached different. Um, but at the end of the day, a, 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 you got to put that ball in the hoop or you got to stop the other team from doing it. And nothing else matters. If you shoot it from half court or if you make a layup, nothing else matters. If you come to that hoop and get your shit and, and your rim protected, hey, nothing else you can do. I always thought the referees gave the Celtics calls and things like that. You know, I, I was biased against the Celtics. Uh, the, the whole New England area got a bad reputation with me as far as sports go. But when you, when you, when it, at the end of the day, you got to respect the winning. If I'm in a position to do anything to win, anything to win, he can chase a man full court. He'll chase a man from baseline to baseline. He'll fight for a rebound like he never like it's the last rebound on on, on earth on earth. And uh, he handled his business on the court, and his and his, his off the court life is is a is, is a whole nother story. I mean, he had a lot of ups and downs, but uh, we're talking about his basketball career, and that's an A plus. When you heard the news, I just want to know where you were and what were, what was your initial emotion. Well, um, I was on. My cousin told me on the telephone. He said, "You know, Bill Russell passed." And I, you know, my cousin's not a sports guy, right? So okay. I know what I, you know what I said to myself. I didn't see that on TV. Let me double check. You know, and uh, then I 
I've just I've, I've seen all the accolades that people were saying, and you know, you see, I'm kind of sentimental because I'm, a, I'm I was a part of that era of growing up. My father was a Bill Russell follower. My father was born the same year as Bill Russell, so that that was, that that made me sentimental off the, off the bat, you know. I recently lost my dad, and he 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 he, he was my coach. And uh, I understand the power of a, of, a, of a male figure in your life. And Russell was a male figure to numerous guys who also they had their own dads, but they they also but their basketball dad was Russell. But they all they all come to bow and shake his hand when they when all the big boys come together. Russell's at the head of the table. They stand in line one by one to, to, to show him gratitude. Even Dr. J. Even Dr. J. Yeah, Isaiah that... Tecum says he's in awe at the presence of Bill Russell. Isaiah Thomas said he's in awe at the presence of Bill Russell. What do you call them? Black superheroes? You call them black superheroes, don't you? And at the end of the day, you find out they just... At the end of the day, you find out they were men just like you. The pedestal they were were put on was because they could take a ball. No one gave a damn about them as a man. It took years for someone to give a damn about them as a man. The only reason they were relevant because they played ball. If they couldn't play ball, they just would have had another black man on the street. No one would have, no, would have, would have praised them and glorified them. But sports brings out things like that in people. But then you find out that athlete is nothing but a human being just like you. He did with different problems. He had two or three wives. He had marital problems. He had things in his life that wasn't perfect. He just was a man. Basketball didn't define him. He was bigger than he was larger than life. The risk that he took to be to be so guys like Isaiah and them can have a better life. So guys like Mark Jackson can coach one day. Lenny Wilkins can coach one day. Ray Scott can coach one day, and so on and so on, all the way up to today. Uh, the, the the list of coaches, Casey, you got Casey, you got you got Monty Williams, you got Chauncey Billups, and the list goes on. Russell kicked in the door with that, like Biggie Small, like Biggie Small, so he kicked in the door. He never bit his tongue. Yeah, that's great, Bill Russell. The ultimate basketball champion lived to 88 years of life. Uh, one of the greatest players in the history of the game. I, I remember when he, when he used to announce games. Oh, really? How was that? How, how was Bill as an announcer? Too excited. Too excited. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember one game. I remember one game. And he... he 
he gave the whole league a moment of death. He gave the whole league an effing moment of silence. Some guy was on the court playing, and Rick Barry was the other announcer, right? Okay. And Rick Barry said something about some black guy had a big watermelon smile on his face, right? <laughs> Which was a racial slap in the face because they, they, they associate blacks with fried chicken and watermelon or whatever. But you get canceled for saying that now. Oh, <laughs> uh, he lucky he didn't get his face smacked. But Russell just didn't say didn't say nothing the rest of the game, basically. I don't remember him announcing much after that. He was pissed about, about that. You don't hear much about that, but I, I remember it. I so him and Rick were on the broadcast together. Him and Rick were on the broadcast together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rick is lucky he didn't get smacked. Lord have mercy. Right. That's crazy. Right. But Russell, like I said, Russell didn't speak out a lot of things. He just, he, he just, he just, he just absorbed it and came and, and, and let it build, you know. But as he got older, he spoke on it. As a young man, he took it out on the basketball. You called him, if you called him the N word, he he became like the basketball with your face. And when you shoot him, when the ball came, he's smacking all the way out of bounds. But he said, "No, I can't play angry. That's not helping my team. I've learned how to block the shot, but hit it to my teammate, and we'll start a fast break off of your off of me blocking your shot. That's unique. You understand that one? Yeah. That's high bat level basketball, like you. Yeah. 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 High level basketball IQ. Bill Russell, Muhammad Ali, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, and Jim Brown all together in unison. Muhammad Ali uh, and Bill Russell have now passed. Kareem's still living. Uh, Jim Brown is still living. But that picture, that's one of the most iconic pictures. And you know a picture I'm talking about, right? Yes, I do. That's a picture that's going to live long after all four of those men are all passed on and two of those men are now gone. Because of the impact and, they made. And, and, and those, those pictures had something to do with John Wooten also, who was the head of the NFL Players Association, as the first black leader of the NFL Players Association. He was on that picture, too. And, um, and, and on the group picture, there's one picture with like ten of them. And all those guys, those guys, um, that's and that's that's the year Kareem boycotted the um, Kareem boycotted the Olympics. He refused to play. Sixty-eight. I don't know if you knew that or not, but he refused to play in the Olympics because of racial garbage. Kareem was very self-aware. You got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Was he Lou Alcindor at that time, or was he still Kareem? Uh, yeah, he didn't, he didn't become Lou Alcindor until maybe his second year with Milwaukee Bucks, maybe something like that. Any last words on Bill Russell, man? I'd like to thank him. there, family members, whatever, I'd I, I like to thank you, and I'd like to thank his family for sharing Bill Russell with us, a, a giant among men who gave out life lessons, 
He, he, he showed effort on the court. He showed effort off the court. He was a proud black man, and he was proud, and he was proud to be a black man. He was he was a champion on the court. He's a civil rights champion off the court. He was friends with guys like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Maker Evers, the true civil rights warriors, and. Um, he lived through Jim Crow era all the way to now. He witnessed a lot, he st- and he stood for something. And as long as there's an NBA, there'll be a Bill Russell Championship Award, right? Yes, there will be. So his his he he he'll, he'll go on forever. Twenty years from now, they might change to something else. It might be the Michael Jordan, or it might be the Kobe Bryant. But right now, it's the Bill Russell. And I think. Every NBA team and every NBA player, every warm-up suit should have should have a number six button on the sleeve on the jersey, a number six sole on the jersey. There's been some great number sixes. Russell, Julius Irving, LeBron James. <laughs> yeah. Salute, Mr. Russell. Job well done. May the work I've done speak for me. Thank you for coming on the podcast, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for letting me express myself, man. It's a powerful moment, and it, and it, and it sends chills down my spine, man. To know, man, that we're losing. No one's meant, life is just temporary. We, none of us is out here forever. But as I get older, I'm just watching all my icons just slowly fade away. My heroes slowly fade away. My parents, it's just, you know, man, you sit back and look back, man, and appreciate what you appreciate everything, man. Appreciate, appreciate the littlest thing, man. And once again, I want to thank Mr. Zach for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I would like all of you for tuning into this episode. The 462nd episode of Barbershop Sports Talk.